Hi, you're again with Volleyball Explained Podcast and our special edition about the Italian League. Not the Italian League, about the Italian Cup played uh, yesterday and during the weekend as a whole. Uh, and we're going to comment on what happened, what didn't happen, and why didn't it happen and why it happened. Yeah. Messi. Uh, Firstly, the result, Lube Volley won the cup. Lube Civitanova won the cup, beating Perugia 3-1 in the final yesterday. But before that, in the semifinals, Lube, let's say, uh, won against Modena 3-0. But Perugia just, sorry for Nicole, but annihilated Trento 3-0 again, but with a huge difference in the uh in the points in the different sets that's that's why i'm today with uh with my trentino volley jacket in order to support nicole in these tough days <laughs> thank you uh, uh my my suggestion is to start with this match between perugia and trento because it wasn't a shock that lube won against uh, modena and it wasn't a shock also that perugia won against trento that match of course but it was a shock the way Trentino played. Not that much Perugia, but Trentino. And why? Why did it happen? I don't know. From to start with, with Nicole or with Rone, but choose place with Rone. Well, uh, if Nicola someone to talk, I I will I will resume briefly what happened. Uh, <laughs> Trento didn't 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 show up that day to play a serious match. Uh, they were. Um, let's say some kind of optimistic uh, because of the match in previously in Superliga when they won easily 3-1 to Perugia and you don't have uh, to forget one thing uh, this is a cup this is a different tournament this is a semi-final and you have to be ready for any uh, for the, anything because anything can can happen and Trentino didn't have any countermeasure with the possibility that Wilfredo Leon uh, turned on his inner beast mode. And well, he, he alone, uh, for me, he alone destroyed uh, uh, a, a Trentino team that uh, had Nimir like his, uh, like, uh, like his guardian from the past uh, matches of the Super League. And he didn't show up, and also uh, Lucarelli didn't perform as well. And I think one of the problems that this Trentino had that day is the second uh, outside hitter. Uh, I mean, Micheletto is a young prospect, a young player, and the the things he did in the Super Cup uh, matches, he he didn't do it uh, in this in this one. So, uh, which is normal, of course. Uh, doing his age and well, uh, you you had Koi. Koi didn't show up. Uh, the middle blockers didn't show up, and you have a three-zero with no response from Perugia. And I think it is it, it is what it is. It, it's ugly for the organization of Trento that spent so much uh, uh, and effort and money, of course, to assemble this team. And now, well, the only trophy uh, uh, 
saying by Nicola that they could win is gone. Uh, and now the the season uh, will be pretty much uh, if they don't want in semis uh, to Perugia or or Lube Civitanova will be empty. So yeah, this is uh, pretty much the scenario from for this team of Trenti. I have a specific question to Nicola. Uh, let's let's see in the statistics. Hmm. Um, the the efficiency of Nimir in this match is minus 13%. He has scored only six points out of 22 attacks, but with five errors and four, four times he has been blocked. But, okay, he has a weak match. But I don't understand how Micheletto played as a regular, as a starting player in all three sets, and he has attacked only six attacks. I mean, this is not... This is not that normal. Taking into account also that Koi entered in only two of the sets and has also six attacks. So both players, like say, like uh, let's say in this position, have, have only twelve attacks. This is I don't I don't understand this. I mean, it's 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 a little bit unnormal for me because in the, the previous matches they attack a lot a lot more. The reception of Trentino didn't uh, do it well, so so you have to go with the tallest player and the most uh, well. Let's say the player who has been the most dominant uh, by far in the in that team before or prior that match. So uh, if the reception isn't good because of eight A's from Wilfredo and then four A's of Plotinski. You don't have much choice. I don't know what Nicola will say about this. Exactly. I was saying the, the same thing. If you still look at the stats, we have 11% of a perfect reception in the first set, 9% in the third. And when the reception is that low, uh, you have to rely on the player that usually helped you overcome those moments of difficulties. It wasn't the day for Abdelaziz. I think that Micheletto attacked just six balls, as you said, but it wasn't that bad in attack because he scored four points. Yeah. About Koi, we, we don't have to forget that he was coming out from, a, from an injury, from an abs injury that uh, kept him out uh, uh, until t 10 days before the, uh, the final, uh, as in PS, uh, the semi-final, sorry, as in PS starter since uh, more than a month, basically. Try to explain what happened is, I don't know, when you play that bad, it's also difficult to find out what worked out because nothing basically worked out. So you, you could give the, you could blame whoever you want. And when uh, Trento was uh, in the middle of the winning streak that also uh, Ronnie mentioned, on January the 3rd, uh, I wrote on, on Twitter, so you could check it, I'm, I'm not lying, that that winning streak is great, but you have to get a trophy then, or it will be completely useless and meaningless. And unfortunately, that, that doesn't happen. And the newspapers and the radios and the day after the, the semifinal, so on Sunday there, they were pretty, pretty numbed and doomed. Uh, they gave non-negatives grades. I wouldn't say positive. I would say non-negatives, only to Lucarelli and uh, 
and, and Micheletto. And the middle blockers, nothing worked out. I mean, Trento just get three blocks in three sets, basically. And just one from the middle blockers, just one from Prodrashani. The other were from Micheletto and, uh, and uh, Simone Giannelli. I wouldn't blame Giannelli too much because some sets were off, off tempo, but the reception were so bad that basically had to run for the, for the court for the, entire, for the entire game. The fact is that they entered the game as favorites. Uh, everyone think that the, they didn't say they would have definitely win, but they were the favorites according also to the bettings and all to the analysts here in Italy. And we have to say how and if they could bear the pressure. And they didn't. Uh, they collapsed. Uh, Abdelaziz was the first time on a big stage, so I wouldn't blame too much or call it off or something like that. But on the other side, you had a performance that was something stellar from Leon. And it's easy to, to, to understand um, wh wh where the, the match could have changed if uh, Abdelaziz would have played at least half good as... as uh, as Leon did. Uh, I fear that Trento will feel this defeat for weeks to come, especially on a mental level, because of the proportion of the defeat and because they, they, they didn't find a solution in the moment of difficulty. And if there's also a negative fact that usually when you got beaten like that, you want to play as soon as possible to redeem yourself. Man, many athletes could, could confirm you that. The problem is that Trento next two games are meaningless. So, and probably Lawrence City will save some of the starters for the Champions League pool the, the next week. So, uh, let's see how they work out. Uh, I hope they, they find a way to, to, to keep on going with the season and if entering the semifinals in the, in the playoffs against Lube or Perugia, they, to, to put up some fights. But right now, it's a, it's a tough moment here in Trentino. So, we'll see. Let, let's talk about Perugia now, because if you, if a, some, someone sees the statistics in terms of reception of Perugia in this match, in Lega Volley website uh, especially, it is not that different from the statistics in the reception of Trento. It's 38% uh, positive and only 13% perfect reception. Why is the difference? Is, is the difference between both teams on high ball, out of system that much, or there is, I don't know, anything else we shall, we shall note here? Yeah, definitely the high ball, uh, the high ball, um, I don't know, the factor, sorry, uh, was decisive from, from, from side of of Perugia with uh, with Wilfredo Leon, which for me is the best player in this aspect, even better than Juan de Leal. Uh, but uh, also there were some moments that Trentino tried to do things and they just didn't have the necessary, I mean, luck to execute the plays uh, because we, we can see the stats about defense in this uh, site. So, for example, 
I, I let's say that Kolachi had a high percentage of uh, defensive play around the game. Also Plotinski saving balls, and they uh, used that the, their transitions in counter attack very well. They they didn't miss almost uh, counters. So uh, you 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 could see in the faces of uh, Trento players the dissolution or. or I mean the frustration because they were saying everything on this team don't doesn't work. But on top of that, they have the luck to work uh, well in every aspect: defense, counters, high ball uh, uh, situations. So uh, yeah, despite the bad frustration uh, for me, also Perugia had the luck, lucky factor. Uh, sorry, in that in that game. This is not. Um, let's say uh, a serious analysis. I mean, the look is not a factor for many, many people in the sports uh, world, but let's say that uh, for me it is. So yeah, one of the keys of that match were, were that, the high balls factor and the look you want. Defense, everything, you can name it. Let's let's go maybe to the other semi-final. Yeah. Okay. Uh, say, say, say. Go on. Go on. Uh, and, and basically, on that game, Travica could set from Leon to, to Leon from everywhere, and Leon just <laughs> converted in a point. So it doesn't matter how bad the reception was, as long as the ball was kept in the air, uh, Travica just served Leon, and it was a point. And Even also, Terorst played a good game. Even Ole and the horse, which uh, we will see what happened in the finals, they they show up in Trento games, so uh, which is not an unusual thing coming from from those two players. But yeah, continue. Okay, le let's go to the other semi-final. Lube won against Modena, 3-0, and actually Modena played not that bad. I mean, they played decently, and they they even had a three-point lead almost at the end even at the end of the, of the first set, but they lost it. What happened after that? And do you think that Modena had some chance in this match? If they win first set, yes. Yes. Of course, of course. Of course, uh, when a weak team goes to a Goliath team, like Lube Civitanova, full, full with stars, uh, you have to you have to have the initiative you know the the, the momentum and uh, do some damage before the the team could adapt to your style you know because uh, when a superior team plays uh, uh, versus a younger one they usually uh, tend to start low because of the level of the other team they adapt to first to a lower level and they uh, point after point, they play uh, at his best. So yeah, basically, Modena couldn't uh, maintain uh, advantage of three points that were crucial for them to maintain the hopes alive. And uh, that was it. When you are winning by three points, 23-20, and you go um, a reverse sweep, that's, that's all uh, from that point. The game were smoothly normal as it should be, and Peru, uh, sorry, Chivitanova won easily 3 0 to this uh, Modena team. I would say that if Modena plays always like that, they will be the fourth 
team in the Maybe. championship, but they they are not playing it that in in this way any any time. Let's not forget that Modena not only has has been losing up, uh, uh, for uh, uh, I mean Modena not only lose versus Trento uh, versus Chivitanova versus Perugia they are being losing with everyone in this league until this point. So you have uh, losing versus Milano versus uh, I don't yeah. know uh, every, everyone basically. Uh, Monza uh, also. Uh, the, only thing, the, the only thing that they, 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 they can win easily is, of course, Cisterna. <laughs> that, that, that's the only thing, but almost every other team has been a pain in the, for this uh, team of, of so Modena. Yeah, yeah. They, they beat them Piacenza twice, actually, in, in, in right. the league. So maybe they, they Piacenza were for me, Piacenza for me is the other disappointment in this uh, in this tournament. Such as uh, uh, million dollar club, and they 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 couldn't uh, stay uh, to his expectations, you know, to fulfill the expect the expectation that people has prior to the competition. Yeah, uh, let's let's um, praise Luca Vettori for his game against Lube because he played very well with 61% uh, in attack because uh, principally in our podcast we are talking badly about him so so let's praise him this uh, this time. Hi, he played a, a great game and it made up for the horrible game of Petric that basically especially on the on the moment you were talking about when Modena uh, were, was up uh, 23-20 and they also have a set point because they went 24-23 and uh, Vettori was the one who kept the, the dream alive, let's say like that. And in the first set, it was, it, it get 9 of 11 with 73% of attacking, no errors, no, no blocks. And it's it, it shown the Vettori everyone wants to see almost every game. But on the other side, we saw it and we say it many times before, the outside hitters for Modena bigger problems uh, for them. And um, you cannot win or think to win. And we say it, especially when we comment the last game they played against Lube, if both of those outside hitters don't show up, it's impossible to to think you you can cause problems to Lube and Petric ended up with 27% in attack and a minus four of valutation. So that, that that was the point. In the second and third set, I think the things were smoothly for Lube, especially from the points from 20s above, because around the 16 or 17 they were almost even. But then when needed, Lube. Uh, rises the level and win those last two sets pretty easily. The big final. Lube won. Great game, especially of uh, Robert Landi Simon. And here is the time for Ronnie to say, why is Simon playing that good not every time? Because I believe that that we all know that he can do this. I mean, but but in the in the last years, even I, I would say he's not on this level permanently. Well, I am the type of guy that prefers when a player performance what he should 
it should be. I mean, when he plays uh, nice, but even better in the finals. I don't care if he don't show up in a regular season match. You know, you can say, well, he had a bad game. You can play well every every single time you you go into the court. But when the team needed, and I'm very surprised that he ended in a final game with eight blocks. But when his team needed, he was there. Four four consecutive uh, blocks. Uh, that even demoralized Wilfredo Leon, which ended with 21 points. Uh, he, uh, for some haters in the in the Sirichi community, that say that Wilfredo is not the king. The king played the king played like it should be every time. 21 points, 50% in attacks. Maybe he wasn't so dominant in serve, but you have, uh, let's say, five kings <laughs> in the other court. So you can you can be uh, you can expect that Leon uh, performs that well. And besides, I don't know if you noticed, know but the blocking system of uh, Shivitanova studied the night before all the plays that Leon did versus Trentino. And even Marlon Jan got a block on Wilfredo Leon. So that's how, that's how you use the, technolo uh, the technology to study, uh, study a system that rely only in one player. And that's basically is the thing the matter that we all uh, talking in this podcast uh, along uh, along the league that Perugia is uh, a one team army and you can expect to win titles with only one player. So yeah, basically uh, with uh, Roberto Simon got the MVP and uh, a curiosity, it is the first middle blocker to have this uh, award in the 21st century. So I don't know in the 90s or 80s, but uh, this is a big accomplishment. And it is a player from Cuba, so I'm very, very happy for him, especially, and for all, all the Chivitanova organization. Sorry for talking extensively. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I may be asking a rhetorical question, but is it possible for Perugia to, to win consistently with one player? Okay, let's not, let's uh, put Mitski's playing, uh, played well against Toronto, but in the final, Leon was alone. I mean, I mean, it seems that, that Perugia can win against Toronto only by Leon, but that this is not possible against Lube. And what is happening with Atanasevich? This might be the biggest question in terms of Perugia. Well, I honestly have to, to, to say a thing. I agree with almost everything that Ronnie said, but actually in the first two sets on the, of the game, Leon has been pretty below his, uh, his standards. And but then was the only one who tried to fight back to get uh, to get Perugia on track. About Atanasievich, uh, we have been uh, asking the same here in Italy. Uh, 
because the way they treat him, his injury is not that clear. Uh, so we didn't know why they, they, they couldn't do something better with a player like him. Uh, honestly, after Terost's performance, I would have been started him as well as Einen did. Uh, after Terost's performance against Trent, of course, I would have started him as well in the final. But then um, Atanasiewicz is a player that you feel when he, when it is at his best. You feel his power and it didn't happen in the final. So I, I don't know what, what, what could be ahead for Perugia if, if he's not, if he's 100%. But I think that that was the fourth time Luben Perugia played uh, once against, uh, one against another this season. Luben won three. Perugia won the first time in the Super Cup because Leon played a game that was out of this world. But you may win once, with, as you said, one king against six kings, but to do it consistently, it's 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 very difficult. Maybe you, you, you uh, sorry, you just don't have the pieces to win. Uh, let's say man by man, Leon for me better than Leal in this game. Leal were played horribly. Forget it. now, Ole Plutinski versus Osmani Wantorena. You can't even compare that. <laughs> then you have no match. Then you have Camille, which slowly is starting to feel the vibes of a great player. And then on the other side, where is the opposite? Their horse? Come on. No. So you don't have an opposite. Let's talk about the middle blockers. He's not. <laughs> of course. Let's talk about the middle blockers. Well, I don't know if Russo uh, is still keep remembering the high ball that Simon Spikehart on him yesterday that got him posterized for the rest of his life. You know, <laughs> I will. I for me is where uh, was one of the best points making by Simon in the Italian Championship. Russo and Sole versus Ansani and Simon. You don't have the team to win. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, say thanks because they won a set. And that's all. Sorry for, for Wilfredo as a fellow Cuban, but uh, it is what it is. Sorry. What can I continue? Yeah. Uh, I, I would like also uh, to uh, thank uh, Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I would like also to praise Riklitschki because. It, this is not Riklitschki from the last season. I mean, of course, he's doing that also due to the great game of Diceko, and we can't even compare now Diceko with Travica. But Riklitschki, the last season on even easy balls against a single block or not, not well-organized uh, double block, he was much more... He played much, much, uh, I don't know, worse. Than, than, than this season. And this season he's playing much better, much more consistently. And the Czech who is uh, setting the ball in also, uh, he took responsibility even in, in the more difficult situations. So this, uh, this actually uh, shows how Klitschke is developing during the, the last season, this season. And, uh, and now if 
last year we could say that uh, Lube is not a complete team due to the opposite. Now it's a complete team, obviously. Mm, well, yeah, we shouldn't forget that last season was the first season for Iklitschki in a top club. Yeah. You have to adjust to, to those kind of matches when we see it with, with Nimir. You, you have the pressure basically on every ball. And he has a great advantage this year. He's playing with, in my opinion, is the setter with the best hands of the entire volleyball world. Maybe William is, is at the same level that the Checo, but the Checo could no, but set. William for... never playing Italy, so. No, yeah, okay, <laughs> but I, I'm just talking about. No, come pure, on, come pure, on. Pure technique. <laughs> about pure, pure, pure technique, and that, that's what, the, what I was talking. You didn't compare the two setters, of course, because there were no, no comparison. And I, I saw something live during the game, and I saw it today. The newspaper were, were asking the same things, basically. Why keep insisting on Leon attacking from zone one during almost uh, half of the, of the set while he was doing terrible from that zone? Uh, even the two attacks he converted in points were two super attacks, but he had to, to spike it at 110 of his, uh, of his skills. Yeah. Uh, but th that was one of the key, on the tactical key that uh, most discussed yeah, about, uh, please. Perugia play just, just needs an opposite. I mean, they need an Atanasiewicz in form, that's for sure. I mean, it's, it's simple. Yeah, and Rus also was back from an injury. Eh? Uh, and it was the first game he started, uh, the, the semi-final and the final, there were the first two games he started in more than a month. So, it, one, one by one, Lube is superior to, to Perugia, but they were also physically superior on, the, on an healthy side, let's say it. Okay, I, yes. Go, yes, go. I, I commented before the, the, the season began that, uh, well, I mean, I asked a question simply, well, uh, who is the GM uh, behind the, the, the hiring people in Perugia? I mean, what in the hell makes you think that a man like Dragon, Dragon Travica has the level to play in a team? Uh, that you have, that you want to win things. I mean that uh, before this year have been playing in mediocre teams or uh, even weaker leagues like Iranian one. You know, he spent seasons uh, in the Middle East and was discarded uh, years ago by Blanchini in his new Italy team. And all the work he has, he had been doing with uh, Mauro Berruto and those coaches that preceded him, uh, were, were were lost. This is a guy that never, uh, I never understand why, why the 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 necessity to to, to hire him. I know that Perugia have to uh, had to find a Italian setter or at least an Italian opposite, but. Uh, they and of course, Yanni didn't want to come because of the money that he was receiving. And of course, I think Trentino is his home with more uh, going beyond the money, of course. But uh, 
you should hire another Italian uh, middle blocker. I don't know, Candelaro maybe, because uh, Sole, I mean, you, you, you could use uh, uh, that, that position to hire maybe Tony T. I'm giving ideas. Come on, uh, Tony T. Maybe Bruno, Bruno, well, Bruno was uh, going to back to Brazil in, in any ways. Yeah. Uh, Christensen from, from a, a modern team that has been disbanded from that past year to this. So no, let's, let's go to tra Maruf. Well, I think Maruf not because he wasn't, he was expensive. You know, in this year, uh, you have to control your, your finance well. So yeah. But unfortunately, they go to Travica and uh, he didn't well, play well in Super Cup. They win only in details. So, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, let's explain that, that you need three people from Italy or at least with an Italian citizenship on the court. And uh, with Plotnitsky playing, they needed either an opposite or a setter. So, yeah, well, so that's, the, that's the case. It, Italian opposites, the only one available, available, Let, let's see, could be Zaitsev, but to, to keep the team on higher level. So opposite, you, you can find another. Travis, yeah. honestly, uh, is not a, a, a top level for one of the big four, but he hasn't had such a bad career, in my opinion. I mean, it was the setter of Italy that won the bronze in 2012 Olympics. He won the the and Champions League, yeah, it was yeah. the it was the the setter of Belgorod that win the Champions League and the World Cup. It won the Scudetto with Lube. It was not that bad, and in the past two years in Padua, he was playing pretty well. Of course, it was a downgrade from the Checo, but I mean, it was the the best the market could uh, could give you when you had to choose an an Italian an Italian setter. So th that was the point you mentioned. They could have hired an an Italian middle blocker, but once again, who? I mean, you talk about Candelaro. Candelaro is consistent, yeah, but it doesn't make the difference. So playing uh, Soleh or playing Candelaro or playing Russo or playing Ricci. Perugia has two Italian middle blockers because they have Russo and Ricci. They were both in the national team. Yeah, but he, yeah. he, uh, Candelaro doesn't make the difference. But if you put, uh, let's say, Tonuti with Wilfredo Leon, Tonuti has better system, better rhythm, better hands than Travica, in my opinion. He's been uh, winning in Poland. I, I know this not the Italian championship, of course. But also with the French national team, he has achieved a certain, let's say, popularity and respect in, the, in this community. So why not to risk and to hire two pairs of Italian middle blocker? You know, they are only going to block. That's it. You can do it more. Uh, you have a, a starter setter with you start uh, OH, I, I know that, that the time is, uh, is, is running, but yeah, for me, they, they, they should be uh, betting high, more higher in the, in the center position. 
Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, I have a suggestion. When when uh, when the national team season approaches, we can also make a podcast about these topics about the national. I want. Th- I want. What uh, what uh, what the different uh, different teams has uh, have, and also what could they have in the future? Uh, let's say that the prospects. Uh, again, congratulations uh, to Lube for the cup, and uh, I could. Uh, I could propose that we can uh, put the, the stop here. Uh, we're going to have our next podcast about the Italian League after the end of the regular season, which means after two rounds. So it's in, in two weeks. Uh, let's say it in this way for terms of simplicity. Uh, and uh, maybe we're going to, to make also uh, after that about the Champions League, but this is a little bit too early to say either. I haven't checked it. So thank you again. Uh, I believe that even though the matches weren't uh, that even, uh, it was a a nice volleyball occasion. And uh, thank you again. And thank you also to the listeners for listening to us again. And I hope that you're going to do it also the next time. You can uh, support us. Uh, You can follow us in YouTube, in Facebook, Facebook, in Twitter, in the terms of uh, Pilole di Volley, uh, of, uh, of Nicola, and also Cuban Spike and Volleyball Explained. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.